Welcome back to another episode of My Funny Friends All Live in North Carolina. (laughs) Uh, Welcome back to My Funny Friends. We're happy to be here. We have a fantastic guest. I am Will Abels, and I'm here with my my confidant, my friend, and also my fan in a weird way. I'm your fan, too. I don't know. I'm trying to whatever. Drew Harrison. I knew you were gonna make it weird. I knew you were gonna make I, you it know, weird. You know, I wanted to like I kind of wanted to like come in this like positivity. You started off so well. And you were like, you're my I was like, I'm yeah, your, like all like, right. Your, like you're what? my fan too. Yeah, like, I don't know. For some weird reason, my mind went straight to swim fan. Have you seen that messed up movie? No, but I know I know about it. Yeah. Where she like he's a swimmer and she basically like tries to kill him. She likes him so much. Like that's where my mind went. So that's why I got a little weirded out. So we have been spending way too much time together, is what <laughs> That's the bottom line of that one. Yeah, man. You know, you try and do something nice, <laughs> <laughs> but also this is sort of on you for letting me start the podcast off. That's fair. I knew, little... but in true Will Abel's fashion, you turned it back to you. You were like, Wait, "This what? this guy, uh, he's 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 the he's also a fan <laughs> of mine." We should just change the podcast to Will Abel's has funny friends, but it's always your friends from North Carolina. <laughs> Just still in my friends. And that's still like so they, they realize friends. like I don't have any friends in comedy. It's a nightmare <laughs> to be around. I'm just saying more people have been booking guests. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Let's, you know, <laughs> well, maybe if people opened up their uh, message requests on Instagram more often, then I could also be booking <laughs> comics that were I, allegedly friends. I was like, friends. that's not towards me. That's to somebody else. Yeah. Comics that I thought were friends back in New York, and I find out they have unfollowed me on yeah, Instagram no, at this no, point. We don't, <laughs> we don't have to follow him. He's gone. Well, well, I'm excited about our guest this week. Me and him had we're on kind of like the same trajectory there for a little bit. Like we were side by side seeing each other at the the showcases and the competitions. And just he was killing it in Raleigh. I was trying mm-hmm. to kill it in Wilmington. He was on top of Raleigh when I was on top of Wilmington. So we're kind of dueling there for a little bit. But it's Mark Brady. Mark, how you doing, buddy? Good man, thank you guys for having me on. This is oh, awesome. Of course, our first repeat guest. You were in the the early years. Oh, when I was trying to okay. figure out what this podcast was was we don't about. Talk about those years, the BW before Will. Mm, okay. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was you and Mazzani. That's right. Yeah. About the Raleigh uh-huh. days. Oh yeah. God. But so I mean, I obviously didn't scare you off. So thanks for coming back. Appreciate. Yeah. That. Thanks yeah. for having me. Yeah, got the new the new hairdo. I like it. You yeah, the, the, fresh, cut the locks off. Fresh cut today. Yeah. I Look just, at this. Everyone no. watching on YouTube, or even if you're listening on, whatever yeah, you, they can hear it. They can hear my he, hair he, from there. when he does the yeah, little they can, turn. They can feel it. It's it's gone. It doesn't move. It doesn't move. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> perfect. It's perfectly. Uh, it's perfect. Now, do you have do you have it down to style, or like, did you get the person that cut it show you how to do it, or is this like a uh, you, you know what you're doing? Like, what, is uh, this, can you repeat so, this look? 
I, I don't think so. Every time I walk out of getting here, my haircut, I'm like, yeah, I, this is this is it. And then <laughs> and then I get home and like take a shower, and it never happens the same. It never way. comes it's back. Like, it never comes back. Why? Right? Why doesn't it ever go back the same way? It's they have crazy. some special mousse that they use at I the actual so. haircutting. I yeah. have a fear. I was watching my barber the last time I got a haircut, which I'm probably not getting another haircut for six months because I'm too poor. But the last time I got a haircut, I was thinking about how intimately he was putting the product through my hair <laughs> and like just really feeling it on my scalp and being like, oh, this guy knows. What... So I think I'm not as intimate with my own hands on my head. Therefore, I cannot more. recapture the magnificent barber hairstyle. Yeah, they really take their time and they massage stuff in and they're, you know, they get when they down get the two hands going at the yeah. same time, you know, like, <laughs> little little crazy. Zoolander, like licking their fingers. And you're like, what is that product? You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. My spit is pomade. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <I get> you. <laughs> See, I go to the places where they don't care at the end. They're like, all right, 16 bucks. You're like, OK. No, no. One yeah. the one reason I'm always broke is because I'm like, no, I'll spend $40. In <laughs> same. I I'm the same. I it, clips. It's hard to find like. If someone messes up my hair, I cannot go back. I almost don't yeah, go yeah. back to the whole establishment. I'm like, your guys are done. Yeah. So I have to I have to drive somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> I just I, can't. I try and take a business card. I always try and take a business card if it goes well. Cause I'm like, I want this guy and no one else ever again. You just hand of the, when you go back in, who do you want? And you're like, I want I want the man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never had a man cut my hair good and also huh. i prefer a woman uh, a woman a woman women. to cut my a hair I want, I want like seven women cutting my hair at right yeah because it's i want efficient. her to think that this efficiency. is good yeah yeah, yeah. get their quadrants you know yeah. <laughs> uh well mark we always like to start it off with what year and where mm. it's kind of like our old school instant messenger asl you know? Okay, great. What year and where did you start? First up? time on stage? Yeah. All right. First time on stage, I was I was living in Wilmington, North Carolina. Yeah. It was two, 2006. And I had, I have drove to a different I was about city. To say, that's before anything Wilmington comedy was. <laughs> right. I drove to Myrtle Beach. <laughs> I drove for almost an the hour. Mecca. The Mecca. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, because, Myrtle Beach comes up so often on this podcast. It's it's yeah. insane. Well, New York, L.A., Myrtle Beach. That's yeah. The, no, that's what everyone says. Three. Yeah. yeah. Two thousand six. It was on top of the comedy world. I had to. I had to drive out of town in case someone I knew was there. That's how paranoid I was about people seeing. Oh, me. that's funny. Yeah. So I had to leave town to start a comedy. And you were like, "I better go to Myrtle Beach. I heard they're really kind there and welcoming." Right. <laughs> For new set of comics. They'll be understanding. <laughs> right. Yeah. So uh yeah. What First, what place at Myrtle Beach? Comedy Cabana. Yeah. There's yeah. only it's, two. Yeah, yeah. It's still it's, it's still it's around. It's been passed around from generation to generation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Actually a, a family friendly environment. Yeah. Yeah. So they they actually just reach out to me for avails, so they don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I it's it's kind of weird because you I went back there uh, I think it was like three years ago to do a week because they they book it differently they book you for the whole week and uh, yeah. 
man it, it's like it's like an 80s house in there like yeah. it's they nothing wow. they don't change anything no. yeah i was yeah. i was in with the the now closed carolina comedy club so whenever mm. i went to myrtle beach i was at, at that one uh, yeah i did too many drug jokes for the cabana i was told oh look at you just like getting banned from every God. club and i'm supposed to keep pretending like you're oh. a nice guy yeah man i don't like my stuff man hey will <laughs> will do you want to start a podcast with me <laughs> yeah do you want to call it uh you want to call it my funny friends <laughs> i've already got all the stuff set up y'all can just have it you so don't need that cover art mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know what i can i'll yeah pay someone <laughs> yeah. i was like yeah i'll pay i will pay but uh, <laughs> so you got on stage the first time in 2006 mm -hmm. sounds like you might not might not have gotten back on stage i was about to say how did that. it go how yeah, was like, what that was it like? how was that myrtle beach open mic first time went so good oh first great. time went so good they like literally i the manager was like come back next week at the how, other open how did mic. you prepare for it did you write for a little bit did you like, i have yeah some I, things, like... I wrote for a little bit and i also didn't know how like comedy worked you know yeah because yeah. there was i mean i hate to show my age obviously at that time there's no podcast people aren't on youtube aren't talking about it youtube wasn't a thing that you go to to find out right. things it wasn't instructional you know <laughs> Right. Yeah, it was like, it was like Dane Cook and no one else back then. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, really, yeah. Though, it really was. <laughs> yeah. So it was, yeah, it, it went good. Uh, the guy told me to come back next week. I had some other guy give me his card and he goes, I'm trying to start a comedy show down the road. Why don't you be a part of it? And I was like, wow, this is so easy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was so crazy. The, yeah. the amount of like immediate of like, Oh, this is all I have to do. And now like where's I just my had TV to show, show up? Yeah. I'm here. Where's yeah. my stuff? Yeah. Uh, and here's also a thousand dollars and a record deal. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I go back next week and there the there's less people in the crowd. There's probably half the amount of people were and it goes, I do the same stuff and it goes even better. And I go, wow. I and your bow like thank you right you, you and look, I, you, you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like where did this glow come from <laughs> dude i was like i was like okay well i guess i gotta do new jokes like because i was like those are already golden <laughs> those are done i can Which, put those on the show he retires he retired the jokes after <laughs> second time because <laughs> i just didn't know how to yeah. like I, I don't even know what my process was but like the third time I come back and I bomb so hard with new, <laughs> with this new, with my new material, yeah. the other two was just like, yeah. Oh, that's already on the, the album, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which by the way, I couldn't tell you one of those jokes. I could, I, awesome. I had oh, no wow. idea. That's wow. hilarious. So I, uh, yeah, bombed so hard, eat it so bad that I didn't start back doing stand up. So that was 2020. 2006 and i quit until 2014 so you got your so you got your hbo special <laughs> that's a bomb yeah, that, that is a bomb, bomb and a half I uh -huh. quit yeah years. man and you walked away for eight years hard yeah real jordan real jordan of you you know yeah. you went to go play baseball for a yeah years. i went to go play baseball i tried other things and came back nice. wow okay so what what made you want to come back what made you go you know what you were too happy right yeah 
She's yeah, happy yeah. Mind. I was like, God, I, I want to feel what it, what is it, you know, to, I want to feel hurt again. <laughs> yeah. There's too much love in my heart. I need, <laughs> I need yeah. to feel pain. <laughs> so, so this is, this is a, a, a bad and good story, but like, I so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> One of, uh, I, I just said, like, it was all about just like making, family laugh friends laugh you know how we do when we start out you know it's just like then someone says that but says try stand up so anyway during my uh first retirement my brothers would encourage me like oh man you should try you should try to do stand up again but my one brother in particular um eric he we would talk all the time and he would he would really be like man you gotta you gotta try stand up again you gotta get back out there and i was like oh that's so supportive yeah. And I, and I was literally like, I, he would be like, you got to do it again. I go, no, man, you don't understand. <laughs> like pushing this, pushing it away and be like, you don't get it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and the best part is you did it three times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And just that was scarring enough to be the like, hey, you really lows, don't though. understand what this feels like. Exactly. You know? yeah. Like yeah. just a war torn vet. Like, you don't yeah yeah especially going from like oh this is easy i'm literally born to do this to the point and then like the polar opposite of just like i will never go inside <laughs> another comedy club <laughs> even to watch a show I'm i don't even want to know comedy exists yeah you like yeah like your whole netflix is like just like you have no comedy on it at all like you're not even watching like Step Brothers. you're like no no laughs in this household ever again <laughs> right yeah <laughs> so he he keeps encouraging me we have talks and stuff and then he passed away in may uh yeah may april may 2014 and i went back on stage three months later, you know, I was just thinking oh, about wow. it and I was like, wow, That's you just, awesome, you know, keep encouraging me. And I go kind of like a, a surreal moment. I was like, you know, that, that bomb didn't hurt at all. Like I almost felt like bulletproof. I was like, what are you guys going to do? Not think I'm funny. I was like, right. I just went through the worst thing that's ever happened in my life. And, and hey, so, touch yeah. Me now. yeah, 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 exactly. So I went back up and I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to give it a, I'm going to see what happens. I'm not just right, going right. to do it another three times and bomb and then get the fuck out and never go up there. <laughs> but yeah. And I was, I had so much stage fright that I went to the doctor to get Xanax to go back on stage. This is amazing dedication. Oh, dude. It was like, <laughs> it was like, I, I have to do this to try. And then I was like, but my stage fright is just so insane. And I, I went to a couple open mics and it's great if you want to be a comic, look at open mics. Cause then you go, Oh, wow. That, that guy's good. Or you can be inspired. And then you can also be like, Oh, I can do this. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it, and it's, and it's every night too. It's not like one open. It's like any open mic you go to, it's the just complete polar opposite. Yeah. Yeah. That's why. Like when anyone asked me like, how do you like, I don't, I'd be too scared. Like I like, what if I bomb? I'm like, you will. And it won't be the worst that night. I guarantee it. Right. Yeah. So um, I went to the doctor to get Xanax. So I got a bunch, you know, of course I got it because I lied. No. <laughs> As you should. As yeah. You should. So I got it from my fear of flying, of course. And um, classic. Yeah. I, and I talked to other comics, another great comic, Leo Hudson. He, I talked to him because I actually knew him when I went to Cape Fear. And uh, 
And I go, That's wow. That's crazy y'all are both like in Wilmington. Like, yeah. I remember, like Steve talking about hanging out with Leo back in the day. I was like, what? what are you talking about yeah it's, it's so it's so crazy so i knew him and i i went to one of his shows and i and i saw him and so i was asking him questions i was like so how often do you like get up and i obviously again no idea haven't researched how to do it and he was like he was like oh yeah you got to get up like you know four or five times a week and i was like i don't have enough xanax <laughs> <laughs> i need a i need a reason expensive <laughs> right yeah this is Going so the first it might have been two or three the first three times I had to, I took Xanax to get on stage and then I go it's it's fine you just gotta do it if I'm gonna do it four to five times a week minimum yeah I can't do this so I just threw threw that shit out and, where did you start uh, going back up in in Raleigh I think it was God I want to say. I, I tried to get on it good nights and yeah, I think it was good nights and I hung around there and I found some people who were also just starting. They were telling me about, Oh, this, here's a whole list. So then I was like, Oh, I'll just do the other spots on the list. Get at least some confidence to go back to good nights because good nights at the time and kind of still is, is like the kingpin of the comedy club in the scene. And that's where you want to be. So I at least didn't want to appear to be new when I first so that started for the first time on that stage. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so who, um, who are you starting with? Who's like around you at that time? Yeah, I guess, uh, Sam Zani was, uh, yeah. he started like, like, um, I think like two months after me, like two or three months. And then there's Very this funny. guy. Yeah. yeah. And then there's this guy, uh, David Criminger who does not do stand up anymore, but it was us three. Like we were kind of like, uh, felt like we were on a, a raft you know and there's like sharks swimming around us and we're all just like holding each other tight like like <laughs> it's just us three man you know until yeah, yeah. until you prove to be funny and then like and then uh some <laughs> some of the other <laughs> yeah push them get more stage time um and then you uh then you start to get the other comics to trust you and your dedication and they go okay this guy can tell a joke or Right. He's, he's not at least he's not awful so i'll yeah. talk to him but it was so i i can't even tell you when i started it was so standoffish it was like yeah. it would be like hey what's up and then like literally not even talk and like look the other way it's like damn did i did i did just I, like me did i do that yeah, did I kill your I, mother? Why are you looking at me like I, that? Yeah. So I like, love that the Raleigh scene provides the North Carolina drama. Oh, dude. <laughs> we all turn to y'all in your Facebook groups and oh everything to be like, oh. like that would be that would be a regular like a Wilmington Mike. Like someone would walk up and be like, You see what's happening in Raleigh? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. As, I've never even been part of the Raleigh comedy scene, but because I've done shows there since around 2018, uh -huh. I mean I just, I, from the bottom of my heart, I don't know who you, who you need to spread this to, mm -hmm. but thank you for making <laughs> Facebook interesting again. Dude, <laughs> I, <laughs> dude, I don't, I stay out of it completely. I have no, there's no reason to say anything. Like I'll check for like mics yeah, and it's yeah, like, of course. Yeah, just, let's just try to tell some jokes, guys. Here, here's a yeah, bunch yeah. of comedians who can't take jokes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy, uh, man. <laughs> so I want to go back Highly a second. What made you want to do the mic in the first place in 2006? Like, was there something like just from like your childhood that you were like, I've always wanted to do this or it was, 
like what real fan of comedy like what? yeah yeah so actually kind of crazy my dad is like really good friends with dom irera and to the point where like dom was in my dad's wedding and they would like go to philly to like like they they played basketball together all the time like they just hung out they were okay. uh, roommates Dom uh, got a job working for my dad's company, you know, while he was trying to do stand up and stuff like that. So, I mean, they were super tight. And so just seeing him on TV and knowing that that was a job as an option, especially when you know the person, right? Where it's like, oh, wow, that's, that's what Dom does. Like, that's, I couldn't even just be, well, I want to do that. That's crazy. And to be honest, I mean, like, and like you were saying, Dane Cook was the only person going right. on at that time. Dane Cook was so big that it was like that my friends knew who he was when they don't, they didn't know stand up comedy or care. So that was just like mind blowing to me that like to get on that type of level because I don't, yeah, I don't care who you are. Dane Cook almost like pumped life back into stand up comedy well, for that time. I mean, yeah took yeah, MySpace and made it a viable option yeah, for people to right. see. Yeah, when exactly. people like people don't realize that like prior to Dan Cook, like the first person that ever sold out like let's say Giant Stadium was Steve Martin. Mm-hmm. And that was unheard of. Like Richard Pryor was even talking about it. He was like, yeah, like I could do a theater of 2000 and Steve Martin's literally selling out Giant Stadium. So when Dan Cook came back around when, you know, the comedy bubble kind of bursts and he's now doing that, it, it's just like yeah i i do think it like but what you said like breathe life back into uh like my mom comedy. knew who dane cook was right you know what i mean yeah like, yeah exactly yeah she can't yeah. name five relevant comics but she knew who dane cook was right? yeah. yeah yeah okay cool but you knew yeah. you knew a comic a very specific comic on a, like a personal level yeah but yeah if you have a yeah. comedy yeah. uncle in, exactly yeah. Yeah. Rare, like that's pretty that's that's, that's nice yeah, yeah yeah he's i mean yeah he would come over to the house for dinner when he was in town and I, that was dude i got into i can't remember exactly what age i was but he was doing a gig they were gonna go see dom that night and they were asking dom if he could do i might have been 12 or 13 i mean like i should not have been in that club but i remember <laughs> He pulled a favor. I remember that even the door guy being like, looking around like, Jesus Christ. There's <laughs> like, a kid coming in here, like clearly a kid, not like he could be 18. Yeah, like this like, is a can child. Can we just put a trench coat yeah, you on Like a kid? fake mustache on. You're like, oh, no, no. <laughs> yeah. If anyone oh, asked you 34. Yeah. But I remember going and I just, the, the laughter was just like electric. Like I'm, of course, like a lot of stuff just went over my head, but this, of course, like a good dick joke. Like, I was like, I can't believe people are talking about dicks. <laughs> just like, we can talk about it. <laughs> yeah, it's just like amazing. So, I mean, yeah, especially being in the club and like feeling it, that was another right. level. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Cause it really isn't much, uh, there's nothing like that. Right. Like when, when Drew was doing a special, you know, and uh, Dead Crow sold out. And like I, like we've watched the special several times. We're editing it, and I keep saying like you can't ever capture how incredible it was in that room at that time, yeah. and just the energy and what was happening. I mean, it was just so much fun. It was just cool. Well, I mean, even That's when you're awesome. doing it, you, it's hard to take it 
all in you know what i mean yeah. like instead of enjoying it i was in my head like don't mess this up don't mess oh this yeah up. it's yeah, going so yeah. well now don't mess this up <laughs> right yeah <laughs> So, yeah, i wish i could go back and and kind of just enjoy the moment a little bit more you know yeah the, the one and done is like oh man like that went great but also like can i have fun now can i go out yeah. there and have fun for a yeah. second time it would, I would that love second to have show a second take. we were well, that we were supposed to do a second take yeah there was no way we were going to capture that again like it right. was it was completely pointless to film the second show after that so i got right. to take a nice little victory lap on the yeah. second show so it was and that was still like you know 140 150 people in there so like it was very fun to just get to be loose after you know doing what we did and then just yeah. being like and hey, now this one doesn't matter so uh let's, let's go piss some people off you know yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. will tried to piss off all the bros all week uh, man, that's, <laughs> but that's ended funny. up that would be the people talking to him at the end of the show is the bros oh like, sure. i've yeah. never yeah. seen anything like yeah loose. they just would come up and be like Dude, I totally love that Joe Rogan bit you did because, like, yeah, I, I, like, I totally listened to him, but I get it because, like, he's not actually an alpha, like, and I, I understand that. And I was like, so what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm in the military. I'm like, oh, okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, Wilmington. Yeah. All the yeah. military yeah. bros were just drawn to Will for some reason. Dude, after getting my phone number, out. like, being like, bro, what bar are you at right now, dude? Like, we're <laughs> so he would already green tea shots. I was about to say, he'd already be hammered before we could leave Dead Crow because he had oh my gosh, dude. backing him at Dead I, Crow. Like, yeah, like, uh, the night he actually recorded, like, I couldn't even go out with him afterwards. I was just like... Uh, they, I, they just got me smashed. I was like, like drew it off. I, like, I turned to him at the bar at Dead Crow after the second show, and he's got just the. <laughs> and I literally just go, I go, hey man, I'm proud of you. I'm gonna go hang out with Lou's dog, and I went back, <laughs> back to Lou's place, and like Lou got back, and I'm just like in the bed with his dog. And his bones. <laughs> like, I was like, I'm not moving. I'm not moving. I'm yeah, yeah, that was yeah. good. So we're in 2014. We're in Raleigh. We're mm -hmm. trying to prove prove ourselves in the scene. Yeah. Who who was the first to like believe in you and like see you on stage and like give get you some spots? Oh, that's a sweet question, Drew. So one of one of the I'll I'll uh, I guess I'll do two parts. One was uh, I, I was going to Clayton. I was driving again out of L town. LOL. <laughs> LOL. Right. Yes. So, um, uh, Leroy Seabrooks was hosting the open mic and what it was, name. yeah, yeah. So this if is, you an don't o do comedy OG. and your name's Leroy, Leroy. Uh, yeah. What are Seabrooks. you doing with your life? Yeah. OG in the eighties comedian. And so again, I'm driving out of town, I'm driving 45 minutes. So no one sees me to start to try to get good. And then Leroy Seabrooks is hosting and I am the only comic that showed up. So we have an open oh, mic wow. with him and me. And he goes, how long have you been doing comedy? I was like, a couple of weeks. <laughs> he's, like, <laughs> he's like, all right. He goes, um, you, how about I'll go up there, do 20. And I was like, okay. And he goes, and then uh, you can do 10. And I go, sounds good. All right. I was obviously prepared to do four. So <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll stretch it. It's fine. Right, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, give it up for the troops. <laughs> give it up for yourselves. Give it up for this establishment. Yeah. So it's like him and there's like eight, a just one table of eight people. And that's it. Oh, and he goes, as I'm walking upstage, he's like, he goes, just try to have fun. Like, just like, just try, you know what I mean? And I'm like, <laughs> 
right. All right. So I go up there. And yeah, it's just, just and I, just, <laughs> just like just give it a shot. Like, like already, like just love this. Yeah, try. Yeah, and he's like, do just don't do anything about Hitler and Tinder. Like, just go through. No, no, he didn't say that. But it's just the <laughs> fact that it's like, oh, don't like, do you not combine genocide and Tinder into the same conversation? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, that's religion. on my Tinder profile. I'm the Hitler of Tinder. <laughs> 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 So I go up there and it goes, uh, it goes good. Like it, it, it went really well to the point where he's like, well, look at that. When he gets back up there, like <laughs> obviously surprised. And then, I did not know this was going to go that way. Yeah. He's been doing comedy for like 20 plus years. And he, he brought me aside and he was like, yeah, I think, I think you, uh, you, you got something, you got to work a lot, but you got something. And so even that was just a little bit like, all right. All yeah. Right, so that's nice so, a shot in the arm. Yeah dude just anything anything from anybody that has been doing comedy was something so anyway the first person that kind of brought me aside was you know what? i think it was i think it was revin revin the the gm I mean, that's at the a time. good person yeah <laughs> yeah person she saw me on stage and was like hey you're good come back and i go okay, okay. and then at the time they were doing this dude oh man they this one open mic they they altered with so much but they would put the a-list comics together and the first little bit and then they had a switch host right switch host a b-list and then it got to a point where they had a c-list like if you're still here i guess these people can go up (laughs) oh my god so when i got back she put me on the a-list with all these other guys and i dude I was like, where's my Xanax? I need my Xanax. <laughs> it's just like so much, so much nerves. But she was, she was the first one that was like, and that honestly, at the time, the only one that mattered. Right. I mean, if, if yeah, yeah, no. you want to get booked and tell jokes and if you have the, one person in the club on your side, the GM is normally a pretty good one to have. Yeah. 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 yeah and I went up and I uh, did not do good. And <laughs> just <laughs> back, And then next week, b-list i was like all right, all right <laughs> that's, uh, yeah okay. that's, that's respectable that. yeah, yeah. it's a very um, like clear message there yeah yeah brent brent blakeney he pulled me aside and he and he goes he goes how long have you been doing comedy i think at the time it was like four months and he's like, okay and he was like dude wow that's pretty pretty good yeah because i just i actually there was one open mic i was four months in and i had just i was like i just opened mic two new jokes that actually made it on my album. So when I was four months in, so oh cool, yeah. So I was like, it's it's kind of crazy. Like I think I was, I think I got a handle on it early, and then like went through a long rough patch of like, wow, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Trying to yeah. figure yeah. out the rest. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> so, but I, I I I don't think if I didn't have those bits early, then I don't think I I don't know if I would have continued. You know, to at least be like. I think I have this. If it was just like, just this constant like flat line of just nothing, I would yeah. I would have. Was one of sure. them the comedy, the community college? Yeah, yeah. I, I so, love that. That's my favorite joke. Of you. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah. So well, I, there's yeah. not many jokes of other comics that I like repeat to people in conversation, but that is definitely one of them. Oh, yeah. thanks, man. I appreciate yeah. it. Because you do get that. Like I went to community college. Like, yeah, nothing wrong with that. Like yeah dude every single time yeah and it, it wasn't a, a bullshit uh thing like other <laughs> to the point I... where like other people from community college like they are 
it's so relatable it hurts <laughs> yeah, yeah right i remember the first time i heard that joke it was probably yeah. like a dead crow open mic or a showcase or something at dead crow and i'd just be like oof yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah that's, that's all you hear when you say that yeah so, so so what are the what are the next steps here are, are you starting to like you know so you're four months in people are going okay you know what you can do this like mm-hmm. no one's no one's pulling you aside and going hey bud right hey, yeah maybe you maybe you step away again you know like <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so what kind of happened so you did you get back on the a-list did did someone uh, take you on the road or like what what ended up what's what were the next couple steps there so yeah i just i just kept going and i i uh i'll i'll shit on the place a little bit just because it was i like the place but yeah there's this place called dsi <laughs> and it's okay to shit on them yeah yeah, yeah it was just, it's kind of a common theme with our podcast it's just is a comic comes on just goes hey by the way and he says like a, a manager's name specifically <laughs> they can go fuck themselves and, then, yeah. and they're like and also this club this club this club and this club and then like drew has a little scratch pad where he just lists all the clubs we'll never be able to go to <laughs> <laughs> right yeah um yes i gave me a lot of stuff early on so i i hear you on this <laughs> yeah what, what's, so what's dsi stand for uh dirt i don't even know dirty oh, was, dirty south improv maybe is it or is it i'm fucking making it up right yeah, now yeah i, don't, I <laughs> mean because that'd be a great name that'd be a great yeah. name if it was dirty south improv i don't think the guy was cool enough for that to be the name no no yeah he's a fucking it probably nerd. was something like digital <laughs> solution improv you know like Dick something like that. improv that's, that's what it turned out to joke. be you know what i mean like, yeah unfortunately yeah. uh so <laughs> Yeah, I got a lot of. I felt like uh, you were talking about how you felt at Comedy Cabana. That's how I felt. That, that's how DSI made me feel. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, they brought me back as a featured performer for their uh, festival one year. Like I had my own little green room one oh, time. Yeah. I was like, how the? I made it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and so... then six months later. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so the the plus side with this is. All the all, all maybe but one or two of the A-list comics at Goodnights was not going to this other place. You know, I don't want to say that they felt like they were better at the time, but like may, they've been doing it for a couple of years, so they're established at the better club. So you know, they're, they're the better club. What does it matter? Right. Yeah. And I'm thinking, here's the opportunity. Here's a stage that's going to give me ample time. I mean, I was six months as they gave, they gave me twenty minutes, and I'm like. Oh my God. <laughs> So am I going to do every joke three times? Like, <laughs> is that what you guys want me to do? Yeah. So I got, I started to go there a lot and they gave me a lot, a lot of stage time. And um, that obviously helped me build um, material a lot quicker, especially when they're giving out 20 minute spots to guys that Just are throwing brand stuff new. at the wall at that point. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You're, I mean, half your set's an open mic. Right. <laughs> so so I get, uh, I, I just start doing that and I start showing up to good nights with, with new jokes and new tags on old stuff. And they, Revan, fortunately, her, her being at the GM at the time would watch every open mic. She would watch every open mic and she would take notes on every comic. So this wasn't just like, hey, go up, whatever. She would give you feedback if you wanted it. And she would, she pulled me aside and would say, Hey, try to like, you're doing this, like try to do this. She one time told me like, like my community college joke was like going in this completely different direction. She pulled me aside and she goes, 
don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> and I listened. I was Which, like, but it's, it ended up working in the end. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, she's like, don't do this other part that you're doing. I go, okay, okay, got it. And I just sometimes never did that's it again. the solution is cutting something out instead of adding something else. Yes. yes. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So, but yeah, then I think I started. I started to host there when I was a year into comedy. And that was that for me, I was just setting up these small goals of like, I was like, I want to be able to host at good nights when I'm maybe three years in, like I'm being logical, like three years in, that's very realistic. I'm going to try to host at this club. And if, if I can, great. If not, then we'll see Uh, maybe. And then I'm I'm always thinking if I can't get to that goal or I'm giving myself a a realistic timeframe, then maybe consider other options, you know? So, right but I got it. I got to host there at a year in and Revan, I was just telling this to someone yesterday. Revan said I was doing, I was doing good. Honestly, I was doing in, in looking back, I was doing better than I should have for sure. I'll, I'll go ahead and say this. I thought my first two years were better than, than a lot of the comics that I, that I have seen as far as like, and I'm not saying that to beat my chest, just wait a minute, I'm gonna throw myself under the bus here. (laughs) Year three, literally a whole year where I could not come up with one joke. I did not add one joke to my whole set because I just, I couldn't, I just, for some reason, I I, I was going crazy. I was like, yeah, I bet. Especially when you can, you know, you get 10 minutes in a year that you think is good. And then all of a sudden, zero jokes are yeah. made in a 365-day period. And you just start hating your material. Oh, yeah. So you can't come up and then if you do new. come up with an idea, you second-guess it. For mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. yeah. You, or you you don't say it with confidence. And you're like, yeah, you're right. That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> right. Or I had this thing where I would go through a few months of like not being able to write anything. And then I would come up with something. And I'd be like, someone's had to have already talked about that. Someone oh yeah, already, I always like that. Yeah, someone already brought that, that up. I can't yeah. do that. Okay. I'm just like, just do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Sometimes if it's too general, I will spend instead of writing the joke, I'll spend an hour googling if someone's already done it, or texting <laughs> some buddies. But have you heard of this? Yeah, have you heard yeah. Of talking? Te- texting I, a bunch of comedy nerds. Like, yeah. has someone done something like this? Because yeah. you guys would know. Yeah. yeah, I had this. Uh, I had a block. Um, when I first got to Nashville, I was like, well, one, uh, you know, basically, I was inside for a year. You know, and then I get to Nashville and they're like, we don't even know what COVID is. Like, you want (laughs) to tell us about it a little bit, you know, (laughs) like, and so I'm trying to like rewrite material from 2020, which doesn't hold up in 2021, especially in the South, you know, especially in Tennessee. And I remember just like struggling to write material and I was in Atlanta and I was doing a joke about spending a lot of time with my father. And I said something along the lines of like, I hooked up with this, this woman and she said, she's never met my, f- she's like, I've never met my father. And I said, on an emotional level, I've never met my father. And I just, I, I just like riffed it on stage, you know? Yeah. And then I got off and I went, I think that's Lucas O'Neill's joke. So I call Lucas O'Neill up and I'm like, Hey bud, is this your joke? Cause I know we both talk about our parents. He goes, no, you idiot. That's John Mulaney. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. That's why it was sounded so good. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what's, what, that's why it was perfect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I, I think I've done that one time, not like where you're just, it's like a throwaway line after a joke or something yeah, happens kind of pops where it out of the back of your brain pops yeah. in. And I immediately said it and I go, 
fuck, I'm going to get crucified if anyone in this room knows that. (laughs) So, yeah, where it's just like, it's literally like a sentence or half a sentence, just set up punch. It could come from one of your favorite specials and it's just wired into your brain. You know what I mean? You're not saying it maliciously to take it. It's like, this is funny. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You're not saying it over and over. Like, yeah, yeah. I've definitely done that at open mics. Been like, blah, blah, blah. And then oh that tag wasn't mine <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 i mean like i'll jokingly hang myself with this rope and i've done that with the mic cord before and that's like the only reason i th- that's like from rory scoville's special but it never made it to the special mm-hmm. i only know about that because max fine was at the live recording and at some point rory actually threw the mic over the cord, like over a pipe and pretended <laughs> to hang himself with it and i just like you know, I watch him religiously and I can uh-huh. visualize that so well that I'm like, oh, this is so funny. So like if I'm really bombing, I'm just like, yeah, I'm just gonna go hang myself. Yeah. <laughs> but in the back of my mind, I'm like, you stole this. And I'm like, well, sort of, you yeah. know, like, inside. No one knows yeah. That. But also that's so general where it's like, yeah, I'm going to go oh, yeah. hang myself. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's like my thing with comics. If you're going to make a suicide joke, make it a good suicide joke. Yeah. You know? Make them believe you. Make them see it. <laughs> make them see it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so how did you get out of the year three uh, kind of writer's block? I just kept, I just kept going. I mean, honestly, yeah. it was like I had, especially when you're a new comic on the scene and you, you are able to do 10 minutes, people are booking you on shows and you, like you were saying, you hate all your material. So now right. you're, when you're doing shows, you're, you're not trying to like smash it and prove everybody right you're like i'm trying this new joke in the middle because i'm gonna go crazy if i have to say the same shit over and over again yeah so yeah yeah, that's that's about it i just just kept just kept going yeah just so just raw anger yeah 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 (laughs) yeah that's how you got out of your writer's block you won a big you won a carolina contest in 2016 right yeah so that was uh 14 yeah so so that was two years in and i had um so that was the, part of the good, the great two years. Yeah, 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 exactly. So that if that says anything about my first two years of like that uh, was going good, like I won the contest two years in, and it was like I think the the minimum for the last round was eight minutes, right? Yeah. And all I had was like ten really good minutes in two years, where yeah, of course I could do fifteen if someone needed me to, and it no one would would be like oh, that guy was not good you know but yeah i get it was like you know because it's crazy to think back because we did a lot of stuff together in 2015 2016 and you definitely came across as someone who was more than two years in oh thanks man because i remember yeah. you walked into the the uh uh port city's top comic 2016 and people are yeah. like mark, mark mark's doing this contest Oh really? Oh jeez. It was you and Trundy. You and Trundy came in and people were like, shit. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was great, man. That was uh that was so cool to do, especially that that early. But yeah, and then that then that th- year three, it was like fucking everything sucks, isn't it? <laughs> it's just like but isn't that the the ebb the ebb and flow of like you yeah, have just these I guess I wasn't years. Yeah, I yeah, I guess wasn't I was then you start getting in your own head of just like right. this. I'm never getting. I can never make make another joke. I'll it's never like be this capturing good lightning in a yeah. bottle. Sometimes you know what I mean. Yeah. Like cannot yeah. do it again. Right. Yeah. 
Well, it sounds like you kind of like you won this competition very early and then you probably put a ton of pressure on yourself to be like, well, now I'm the guy. And now I got to be the guy that shows up every single time. And right. when you yeah. do that, all of a sudden, don't, like, you don't know, you, when you win, you get like a package. Like you are the guy, like you get headshots, you get like all these, like this work. Oh, wait, do like, you really? Yeah. Yeah. You get money, you get these headshots, you. So I'm sure um, all that was piling on too. You know what I mean? Like, right. Like, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're, I think you guys are right. Like it, it was a lot of pressure and then you're especially like, the next open mic like oh that's the guy who won it and then you're open micing jokes and it's like that's the fucking guy that's that? the best you can do <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it's, an open mean, it's an open mic yeah right yeah I, so. I went through that when i won port city like anytime okay. you're in wilmington they bring you up as this is port city's top comic and you're Curse like to death i mean or kiss of death like i, I was gonna that. work on some new stuff but okay that's cool yeah. i guess i'll bring a game stuff to that right All yeah right. I, yeah, I just feel that pressure all the time, just as, you know, as such a household name with all my multiple <laughs> Netflix specials. You know, I, I get it, guys. I can relate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, especially, and I'm sure you're running into this now, like with the with the album, you you go and do an open mic and like, this guy just did his album. And it's like, I just don't say anything about me. That's when, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. for the first seven for the first probably like six years people be like what do you want me to say about you I'm like fucking nothing don't tell them no anything. one cares yeah no one cares no one cares and also make the bar so low i can just step right over it i don't yeah. want you people to keep this hyping it guy. up yeah yeah <laughs> that is always a funny conversation in comedy like hey what do you want us to say what do you want to say and they're just like um tell them that uh I'm sad. Yeah. Cause that, cause that port city credit quickly turned just sad. Like the more yeah. years you were removed from it. Yes. Like, oh, I, yeah. I remember in 2000, I think it was like two years after Blair post postman was bringing me up and she's like, I don't know. This guy won this contest at some point. I don't know. Give it up for, and I was like, oh. God, I suppose Blair, <laughs> this was Blair introduction. Well, that's the problem I was having with it too. Cause they would be like, you know, it'd be 2019 and they're like, this guy won funniest in 2016. And then you're like, dude, it feels so long ago that they're, they might as well bring you up and be like, Hey, you guys remember that show home improvement? Well, yeah, this guy, right, right. you know, it's Contest, like, dude, Contest it credits have such a short span. And comedy yeah. changes so rapidly. So you're like, Oh, they won in 2016. What were they talking about in 2016? Imagine it now. Yeah. yeah like, canceled. Cause I think that's how you were introduced to me. Cause Sam introduced us. I think it was like 2018. I was doing a run with Gabe Pacheco. Oh yeah. We yeah. Did, we did the pit uh, chapel Hill. That was and... DSI. That's okay. DSI yeah. was. Oh, okay. Okay. When we talk okay. about DSI. That's what it came, turned. Oh, into. funny. All right, cool. Yeah. Cause I think, I think you you and Sam were on that show at the same time, but I remember Sam brought you on, and you know you get you hear this credit, and you know, and that's that's one thing I don't miss about New York is the way you look at the rest of the country's scenes. Uh -huh. You're like, no, but we're in New York, and then you go to a scene, you go, oh, this scene is very good. What you know, like this is really good. And I remember yeah. I was like, all right, well, I'll watch this guy. You know, he won this thing down in North Carolina. Like, is that right, even state yeah. anymore? You know, you doing <laughs> shit about sweet tea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet he's a he's fan of talking about dangerous. chicken or something. You know, <laughs> right? And then I remember you just like were so polished and so good, and I was like, oh, I was, I, I need to just completely reevaluate the way I approach comedy. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. No. I appreciate it. Yeah, it is, it is uh, funny, like. Like going to other scenes or doing other festivals, you kind of realize like 
like oh man we're you know we we got a we got a good scene here i've always felt like north carolina's yeah. under the radar for sure mm-hmm. but i mean there's there's a couple good comics man that's come out of here yeah so. I, I think it's what it is it's just it, it's industry and it's exposure to industry and mm-hmm. it's been new york and la and you know chicago to a degree and you know atlanta's getting there or whatever and it's just one of those things where it's just been that way for so long that your your mentality shifts and then you go to an Asheville, north carolina and go this show's fantastic yeah. and these comics from Asheville are fantastic um, what are they doing here right you know? yeah I've, I've said it many a time like i'd put north carolina's best against anybody oh yeah <clears throat> yeah when we, when we were having uh, when, when the comedy bars were having beef because like comedy bar chicago kept sending comedy kept he- sending headliners out of nashville i was like send the boys up there like mm. see what's gonna happen you know yeah and i truly I, I really believe and, you know and that's not to knock chicago it's a fantastic scene but it was one of these where it's like i know that you think we're the smaller scene but there's some really some good hitters. comics here yeah and yeah. It, it, they're gonna hold their own you can hold your own here as well yeah. But yeah, we're gonna hold our own there as equally. Yeah. On the other side, it is fun to go to other scenes and be like, "Oh, we have this guy there." Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> I love that. I love that. Where it's yeah. like, it doesn't matter if they're good or bad or whatever, but you're like, I know we have a comic exactly like that, saying the exact same thing, dressed yeah. the same way, saying yeah. those things, same weird smirk on their face. <laughs> it is crazy, man. When you Think find they're changing when you find the world the with their come jokes yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like when you find the scenes like absolute batshit insane person but like yeah. the person that everyone loves and you could like you're like sitting at a mic at a new scene and you know that person's about to go on stage because they introduce them funny they give them like a weird introduction that you're like all right i don't understand the context of that mm-hmm. and then they basically get a standing ovation from the comics <laughs> and then they just get up there and they're just batshit insane and you're yeah. like oh Oh, that's you're that guy. Okay, yeah, you are. I saw a person quit comedy oh. at an Asheville open mic. Like they had a full meltdown, pulled one of those "fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, fuck you," Whoa. and just quit. And I turned to the host because I don't, I didn't know the scene. I was like, "Was that, Is that real?" <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, we've been waiting for that. That was building for a few weeks." We we're like, okay. I thought, "Wow!" <laughs> I thought we said we weren't going to talk about when I quit comedy and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that random night back at the southern back when they did comedy at that old like oh, yeah. it looked like the civil war cannon hit the side of the building have have you guys quit comedy at a time was there a, was there a bomb or something a show that happened so bad you walked off and you're like that was the last time i was on stage Nah, yeah, I, thank I, God. I knock on wood. I don't. I'm, I'm not trying to ask for it. Like I definitely yeah. don't want the universe. But like frustration from like the business side of things, I've definitely you know mm. been in my head to where I'm like I could walk away. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I've talked myself to that point. You know what I mean? Where like I get a couple of disappointing emails and been like, I could be happier away be from good. this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I I had an, I had to walk away for a little bit. Cause well, I also like, so what happened with me was I was doing very well early on and then I had a major in TV production and just because of the way my father raised me, it was like, well, if you're not making money in TV production, you're a waste of time. Mm. So I started taking TV jobs and those are 12 to 14 hour days. So I started doing comedy like once a month 
but but I was doing well that once a month and I was at the stand like I wasn't at like some bar oh. I was at like you know a, a, a good club in New York yeah so in my mind I was like oh I'm still doing comedy and then I went out to LA I was working on the Oscars actually I was working on the Oscars and a buddy of mine put me on like four shows in four days like on the the week that I had off and the first three were amazing and then the last one I don't I, I looking back I may have been having an anxiety attack or something because I just remember like all of a sudden all the fun that I'd had in comedy for the first five years was gone mm. and I like couldn't explain it to my my girlfriend at the time I didn't understand and then I just didn't get back on stage for like a, maybe nine months to a year and a half Whoa. and the idea of it just made me like break out in the sweat like the idea of getting on stage like made me really freak out which was even more upsetting because that was the only place I think I'd ever been comfortable with who I was or like how I was talking. Like, you know, I always felt very comfortable on stage. So even to like, think about it kind of made me a uh, panic. And then, and I've talked about this before, but basically I was, I was standing in Yonkers and it was eight degrees outside. And it just like, I was working on a show. I don't even watch. I was like telling cars to not drive down a street and I was like, this is fucking garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'd rather go back to stand up. And then uh -huh. I think like a week later, I got onto an open mic and I tried like new jokes, had some friends show up. And then, but it was crazy because in that year I was gone, roughly the people that I was like, I was kind of ahead all passed me and it's New York. So when you get passed, mm. it's like a very serious pass. It's like, they're on Letterman, they're on now Colbert, you know, they're on all this stuff. Wow. So it was it was it was it was a it was a mind fuck in a lot of different ways. But uh, yeah, I did take a little bit of time off. And uh, if I do remember correctly, despite all that stress, uh, my ex-girlfriend and I were very happy in that time. That, we, right, <laughs> that I, wasn't yeah. I, I will say <laughs> from yeah, just a, a grinding standpoint, yeah. the pandemic was a very nice break for me. I'll oh, see that. I, I was the opposite. I, of that. I, would, yeah. I welcome that because I went super hard for eight years. Yeah, and yeah. That, that was a nice to just be like, <sighs> I yeah, don't have see, to hit up anybody. I don't have to ask for the show spot. I don't have to make this show emails. poster. I don't have yeah. to produce anything. I don't have to get this month's show lineup ready. I can right. just sit here. And I was a newlywed. So, like, we just sat yeah. on the couch and just hung out. And I will say, I needed that break. Right. For so, sure. I, I'm on your side, Drew, where I, it was like, okay, I'm not having anxiety about missing a mic because nobody's doing a mic right now. Right, so it was like, right. there's almost like, like even just being home, I was like, I, I, I got to do, I got, I should be, I should, there's guilt of me being home for a night because I wasn't out doing a mic. And so that's changed my whole mentality moving forward. But like, it was nice to be like, okay. Like I, I looked to my wife and I was like, what do people do with all this time? <laughs> like just fascinated by like so you just work all day and then you do like just hang out like that's what yeah. normal people do i got back into drawing like i got back into uh, art yeah. i went back to school <laughs> yeah uh, it's it, it i don't even, i love comedy and i'm glad it's back and obviously i've yeah. stepped back into it wholeheartedly right. but i had a nope. good time yeah, mine was, mine nice was the exact opposite i was like i was on my i was finally making up all for the lost time trajectory was finally up and then everything shut down i'm back with my parents uh, and i was like if i don't stay busy like i have to like do a zoom mic 
try and book more Zoom mics, drink until 3 a.m., wake up at 11, and then do the whole day again. Like, I, like, yeah. I was like, I, that's that had that was like my thing where I, just, I was losing my mind. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't handle the time. There was well, I also had a, yeah. a, my day job did not cut us a break at yeah. all. So, yeah. like, oh, really? I had to, they threw gloves and a mask at us day one and were like, get back what? out there. Damn. Yeah. So, I mean, I had that normalcy in my life to where I came home from work <clears throat> and I just chilled. <laughs> it was, yeah. it was amazing. I cooked dinner. You know what I mean? Like, what's yeah. that? Watch Jeopardy. <laughs> you know, well, you know how much I love my Jeopardy. Oh, God. It's, my, Jeopardy. it's, my, it's, it's I think it might be my least favorite quality about you is how much you love Jeopardy. <laughs> and I don't know why. But it really it's not a bad thing. It's not like me. I'm sitting there being like, I like real. No, because you put it, you make it a Facebook status. I think if you just said to me, it's like, it's only hey, on Twitter. Calm down. No, you, you put it on Facebook. You put it on Facebook. Because I've commented on Facebook. Twitter, I wouldn't see it because I don't get on Twitter ever. But yeah. Facebook. You should. Twitter's fun. No, I, I can't. <laughs> I can't right. handle it. So you, you you took the break as I did, and then mm -hmm. you came out. How 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 coming out of this for you? Go for it was you. it was it was hard, man. Because yeah, it was just like there you can't, especially when you first came out. Your shows are like maybe once a month, maybe, and there's right. no open mics because everyone's like, we're still not going to do we're that. We're not risking it for a mic. We'll do a show. But we're not yeah, we'll do a show. Like the club opened back up and they're like, oh, do you want to feature? I was like, I don't, I would, I went up there to feature and I would forget half of the joke. Like oh, I, would, yeah. I would do a punchline or two and then have to move on to the next joke because I was like, I don't remember how the rest of that joke was. <laughs> because you're not doing it and it's not yeah. like it's not that second motion it's not yeah. natural anymore yeah exactly yeah and so you almost have to relearn your material like i i took sure. it as a complete start over like not not that yeah. i threw out all my jokes but i like reordered them i restructured like my set like this you basically this, had to relearn what you were saying yeah, yeah. and like there's like little like little things yeah i i but, did a tour in may and that was my first like run of longer shows and I had to have a piece of paper on stage to run 30, 45 minutes for mm. the first like five to six shows. But then by the seventh or eighth, I was so happy to be like, okay, I kind of remember this now. Right. Like I, would, I would have the paper there just like, just in case, you know, but I was mostly getting through it. And now I feel like much more comfortable, but it was this thing where you're like, I really thought this was like riding a bicycle, but it yeah. wasn't at all. The you rust know. was real. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I remember, uh, I mean, even taking like two weeks off, and doing a show and be like, oh, I fuck, uh, I missed that part, or like, yeah, oh, I yeah. forgot of that tag, like just like these little things. And this is how long it was. I was trying to relearn some of my jokes after that. I think I did like one or two of those shows. I was like, what else do I have? Like, I was just like, do I not have any jokes at all? I I looked at a set from like, I think it was the year before, so 2019, and I'm watching my set. This is how long it was. Is I said a joke and I fucking laughed watching it. <laughs> like it was dude, like it was dude. Yeah. yeah, like I was like, oh, that's good. Like, like wow. Yeah. I really forgot everything. Yeah. But I get it. I get that though. There was that moment of like when we finally were able to get back on stage where you would go back and you'd be like, oh, yeah. All right. I was yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did the same yeah. thing. I saw a tape and was like, I remember just being like, I'm quitting, I'm done. And then just seeing a tape and being like, 
you got this kid like you're cheering for yourself (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was almost like being in a coma and someone tells you hey you know you used to do stand-up comedy and you go what and then you look back at the tape and you're like it's pretty good (laughs) (laughs) all right (laughs) yeah and then of course you try all the you try a couple of jokes about covid and it's like why am i doing this why like that that was another thing where it's like when we shut down i was like well hey man my mentality was like just write just keep writing and have a fucking hour of stuff you're gonna try when you go back out on stage and then of course you try all your your new covid stuff that everyone else is saying too and you're like all right well that 10 minutes is not gonna like i don't even want to talk about it because you would bring it up at a show and people would fucking like silence like don't we don't want to hear about it but i just yeah i just remember like the like the idea of like getting back to anything normal just to discuss on stage yeah. was you know because like it was just 2020 like it, i know 2021 was still insane but like 2020 was just so wild it's like yeah. it's gonna be impossible to explain to our grandkids because they won't uh ever exist right yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, yeah it's but just it's like dying, trying bro. to go back and making yeah. people laugh and be like oh i want to be relatable i want to yeah. like right you know oh, it's great. how when did you feel like you were you you were comfortable being back yeah. i mean october of 2020 yeah. so like the club had been open for a couple months and a couple shows and then people started doing local things and everything was yeah. outside so i was just like then you're like oh you get started to get comfortable in front of a mic instead of like oh shit you starting know, to figure uh, like write jokes again and not just COVID jokes right yeah yeah, yeah. that i think Getting that, that was life. super hard because i was like i haven't done it was still like i haven't done anything so there's therefore there's no material at all right. so yeah. yeah like what color what color walls do you have at your house <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so how did the album come about yeah so okay it was um we were actually talking about doing the album before covid so before COVID hit, I think it was in February, they asked me to do, do you want to do an album? And I don't know. It's so, it's so crazy to, to say this is helium coming to you, right? Yeah. You're yeah. Helium, uh, helium, for, I guess uh, I should know the name of their uh, record. Helium, <laughs> yeah, helium records. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay i have a, I have a, li- a list of rejection emails so i oh, okay. <laughs> uh helium records came to me and they said you want to you want to do an album and i i kind of looked at him like why like almost yeah. like i don't i don't understand because i still a, a part of me is like i know like previously it was like okay two years in you got like probably like 10 10 minutes of that like made it on the album but like, here I am almost, I guess it's, I can't do math, six years in and they're asking me to do an hour. Like, that, like I didn't feel comfortable. I, and I even said that, I go, I don't have an hour. Like I want to, but it's, it's not ready. Like It's great you said that though, because most comics have just been like, I'll figure it out. Right, yeah, yeah. You I was like, too? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I said, how about next year? So that would, which would have been, yeah, I guess 2021, but obviously March COVID hit and then zero stage time. 
So like right. now I can't work on new stuff and also my old stuff is rusty now. Right. And I don't and, know about y'all, but did you feel like your old stuff just didn't matter anymore after COVID? Oh, yeah. You're like, oh, people aren't going to care about this. Yeah. This is a whole new world. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Like, it's almost like uh, you got to talk about the change, like not necessarily COVID, but like everything. What's going on? Yeah. Everything's yeah. different. Everything's yeah. different. Well, it's yeah. almost like the uh, Nate Bargatze joke where he's like talking to the prison. Is you guys remember what like outside is like? You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys remember outside? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, then so so then they were like, How about we do your album once stuff started opening back in 2020? Uh they were like, How about we do your album uh the beginning of 2021? I was like, Ah, no, I guess it's not like I don't have anything. I don't I, so I, I I was writing furiously on like new new shit. And like there, there are jokes on that album that I came up with maybe three weeks before the album, where it's just oh, like wow. putting well, like didn't went, even have a chance to build it. Just like here's something you want that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I here's, enjoy, here's the I enjoyed the album, so I couldn't oh, tell you, that those jokes. You listened to it, awesome. Did, Thank you. I did. Thanks, man. Now, how did the how did the, I'm a I'm a big branding nerd, so like tell me how like the cover art and the name and all that came up came to be. cool yeah man thanks so also before the album yeah we recorded it in uh june june of 2021 and i had 13 shows to prepare for an hour and i had not done an hour on any of those shows they were i basically the first time i did an hour that hour was that night so wow. i did not i did not have time wow. I, I mean, same. Yeah. 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 Cause, yeah. cause all the shows are so limited. I was able and... to do 30 minutes at a time. You know what I mean? But like, not right. Yeah. yeah. So it was just like duct taping. I'm like, okay, I know this 20 <laughs> minutes works together. Yeah. I know this 20 minutes works together. And then like, yeah. you know, I'll do another set, you know, of 15. I mean, I had so many pieces of paper with stuff in different orders and uh, it's, uh, total I, crime I scene you. pin board thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah or you just yeah, connect yeah, the absolutely. dots. But yeah, I only had 13 shows to like, get under my feet to the point and i and this is crazy because i did this when i started out when i started doing comedy again i went in my i would go upstairs by myself in a room and i would rehearse what i was saying of course none of us do this anymore none of us no, do this no. anymore but when you only have 13 shows <laughs> i ran my hour every night by myself in a room for maybe two weeks straight where i was just like wow that's awesome do i have i mean dude stopping being like i know there's more to that joke like i, I mean i fumble so it's like if i can't get the stage time i have to be an insane person yeah, yeah you know well, so. that was my i mean my whole i didn't i didn't do that but i definitely didn't play the radio in my car right for like a month leading up to it anytime yeah. i got in my car i went through my album in my head yeah yeah you're just like, thinking I'm gonna do about this it. joke and then i'm gonna do that joke like it, it just completely every piece of attention was dedicated towards that yeah yeah i just i love the idea of like a madman in his room just being like <laughs> no no <laughs> there's another piece the of this joke this hearing glass shatter it's like yeah, like leave me alone you know? <laughs> hitting, hitting a trick shot over your shoulder which we didn't oh, get to yeah. touch that oh, i love your God, trick shots you. during quarantine yeah. Yeah. Like, about that yeah, yeah man it was, it was amazing uh, oh, that's thanks, that was, seemed like a lifetime ago right i know yeah it's so it's so wild Full, how many days straight did you do that 
so I did uh, 30 days and I, ba- I started it as a joke at day, I think it was eight or nine. Yeah, um, I and completely I just, forgot about this. And just like that, and then like, it's like, oh, that's funny. Like it's been so long in quarantine, nine days. And it's like already an expert at this thing. <laughs> and then I did it three times. And then people would comment, can't wait for tomorrow's. And I go, oh, I guess I got to do one yeah, tomorrow. <laughs> you made one, one made a sports center's like social media, right? Sports, yeah, they made Sports Center and ESPN. Yeah, um, but like, and it, I, I didn't know this. So there's this company that got a hold of it, and they go, "Can we license this or whatever?" And I go, "Sure, yeah, why not?" And so they got it on James Corden. So that was on there. That's so amazing. That's right, so you got credit. I love how <laughs> all my credits have nothing to do with comedy. <laughs> Yeah, like, right. like I can, you can use that because like I did get paid for that, for that, for it to be on TV and them to use it. So it, so people are saying like, oh yeah, use it as a credit, but I'm like, but I didn't do stand up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it yeah, feels yeah. like so cheap. Like it doesn't matter right. how I got yeah. on there. It's like, yeah. it's not for the art form, but has that, I would still be like, why, it? No. why is that not on my post? <laughs> right. right. Yeah. I'll, I'll throw it in sometimes if I'm trying to like get something going. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's smart. Um, you got to use everything you got in your bag, you know? Yeah. yeah see, I, I'm, I'm in, I'm in Mark's camp. Cause I had this situation where like, cause I, it was a page at, at Letterman, which is just like basically an intern. Right. And I remember like always debating, like, do we talk, like, do I use that as a credit, but I'm not doing stand up there. And like, mm. I was in close contact with Eddie Brill all the time. I was like, if Eddie found out, he's going to think I'm a, fraud and then a guy who's a very famous comic now was just using it without even any hesitation and i was like oh like, ah. they were probably yeah. right i was like yeah. me and my morals yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah and um, yeah your pride and you're just like i know i feel like a fraud if i use it but i'm right. gonna because I'm, there's no way i'm making it out there and so <laughs> for those that don't know at home what we're talking about specifically is you're doing trick basketball shots mm-hmm but it was on a kid's How, What was the longest set, you spent trying to do one of them? Kid. One that never made it. And I was trying to get uh, over the house. Uh, yeah. For the okay. day 30, I was trying to get it over the house. <laughs> and I, I spent three days on my lunch break for a total, an hour each day. And I was like, this just, it just can't. Well, it it's got so hard. close one time. And it yeah. was, half of it was the ball is too, isn't, doesn't have a weight to it so i can't yeah yeah. right so i'm throwing it wind or yeah yeah it's just like i mean not that i can see the target i'm throwing i'm i kind of know where the goal is but right yeah man that was that was fun yeah what a parallel to the obsession of comedy where we're like we're just chasing that high and you're just like oh so close (laughs) yeah it's gotta be perfect yeah well sorry we can get back to the album i just yeah yeah but but we had to touch on that like that was amazing but you brought it up you you were talking about like how the name came to be and how you you did it and all that good stuff yeah so i started to think of like uh as a madman i'm just like (laughs) rehearsing my stuff to my to nobody and i'm just like what am i gonna call this thing and a lot of it turned out to be like almost this confession of uh who who i really am like 
of just being like dumb and like i don't know like i'm not a masculine dude i'm not an alpha and i'm not like you know i have this bit of on there about guns and i'm like i i like guns but they scare me you know yeah yeah <laughs> where you're just like so i was just kind of like i feel like i'm finally like being myself and my real everyday life is like being somebody else now which is weird and so uh, I have a, there's a small joke in there about using incognito mode on uh, Google. And so I was like, oh, I'll call it incognito because I feel like this is, this is who I, I really am and my life is something else. So, awesome. um, yeah. So I just felt like it had a, a little bit like, because you always hear like comics, like, what's the theme of this album? Like, what am right. I, what is, so I, at least I had like a lot, a lot of bits that kind of talked about that. The, album art is so kind of it's so kind of funny i have there's a guy who does now i i'm i'm in the sticker game guys i'm in the merch game oh hey, baby. So, yeah Welcome. that's my merch of choice as well sir like, well i i got the idea from you right yeah i, I got yeah. the idea from you we were at we were doing a show and you're like dude do stickers man do stickers are super <laughs> easy awesome. yeah. and and i go dude you're you're right like i'm not gonna lug around a bunch of t-shirts and also it feels like weird like what am i gonna put on there is it a joke is it a whatever and so um, shirts are fine. All right, guys, shirts are fine. <laughs> Only if you have a retro guy. suitcase to carry it around. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't matter if it takes you six years to sell a hundred shirts. It's fine. You'll if you don't look back. at another comic at the end of the show, be like, what do I do with this now? Are you right. really selling merch? Right. Get a sticker. It's nice and easy. You know, you can put it in your pocket. Got a little Tupperware case. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. They're so, so they're so easy to transport or whatever, but the reason I bring that up is because I was like, what, I, what am I going to do for the album art? And then this guy, so I have this YouTube channel, Hummies VR Comedy. and it's wildly successful, by the way, if you haven't checked it out. Thanks. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like my comedy career. It started off really hot, and then there's this long droll. Of just like, <laughs> what the well, they hell? They say you get that big bump, and then you, it takes so hard long to like double. Your, like Once you yeah. take, it's, it's ridiculous yeah it's it's yeah it takes forever um so but um so one of the there's this one guy who who follows me and like is a, is a fan and like i he, i'm a fan of his too he's an artist and uh at zombie turtle comics you can find him on instagram at zombie turtle comics super talented guy and uh, he's in our discord and our patreon and all that stuff so i talked to him and we're cool and he goes hey man if you want an album or uh, let me know and i go okay cool you know and I, I time is by and jeremy i talked to jeremy who was uh, with the helium records and i go hey man just by the way when do i need to have this album cover because like it, it had been a while since we talked and he goes oh you need it friday and i go oh that's funny what and it was like tuesday at the time and i go oh that's funny what uh seriously and he's like I need it by Friday. And I go, Jesus fuck dude. So I go, <laughs> I go, me and, me and my brother, we take some shots. Like I have, I have a decent camera. So I was like, I'll, I'll just take a couple, I'll just take a couple shots. It'll be me. I'm looking kind of weird or something like that. And so we take a couple shots and I go, yeah, this will work. And we, we start putting it together and I go, it's just, it's just shit. Like it just looks yeah. so cheap. I don't know. So I, I hit him up and I go, Hey man, super last minute. 
but if you want to make album art in two days it's yours and i have this one shitty option that i was like this is I, i'll be okay with it but i won't love it and he and i go the the title of the the album's going to be called incognito and that's all i said and he sent back what's on there and i go that's wow. amazing that's Fuck fantastic killer dude yeah. killer yeah. to just yeah. be like whoa like all i gave you was a title and so we kind of had the theme he's like i'm thinking like an l la noir type of like vibe and i was like sure oh, yeah, yeah why not so like i told him i told him no hat though i go i know you're thinking about like a trench coat type of thing so i was like no hat and so he sent the album back just the way it is and i go run it do it and so perfect and if you if you want to use him for your stuff i highly he's got such a cool obviously the album's like really good but like the stickers i'll send him a sticker idea and that's it just like this is this this is what i want sends it back within like two days and he goes how's this i'm like it's fucking perfect is how it is dude it's just like he nails it he's such a good artist so at zombie turtle comics yeah nice that's awesome man well uh Mark, I, I could talk to you the rest of the night, man. This has gone so smooth. Yeah. But I appreciate yeah, you man. so much. Uh, anything you want to plug uh, before you get out of here? Um, <laughs> yeah, the album. Just uh, if you could, check that out. Mark Brady Incognito. And uh, if you want to check out our YouTube page too, Hummies Be Our Comedy, where we, uh, we play games and tell jokes. And that's the priority is making them funny and not uh, nice. playing the game. Uh, how much do you piss other people off playing the game um there so when we first started the channel people were like just play the game because like everyone's used to this walkthrough like i came here for a walkthrough i was like that's not us dude we're not your guy (laughs) yeah like we're all about dicking around creating a scene and just like trying to do as many jokes as possible yeah Yeah. Yeah. they started picking up what you're putting down that's good awesome Sweet. Mark, thank you so much. Thank um, you guys for having me. Yeah, man. thanks, Mark. Fun. Yeah. yeah. Check out Mark Brady everywhere you can. Uh, check out Mr. Will Abels everywhere you can. Uh, and I'm Drew Harrison <laughs> at Laugh with Harrison on Instagram. But hit that subscribe button. We will see you next week. Thank yeah. you guys. Uh,